Oh yeah, that's the vibe right there. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Parliament Podcast presented by Radical Grove. I am your one of your hosts, DJ Nice. To the left of me, I have Tomato Slice. Rotten tomato these days. Yeah, these days. In front of me, I got the young boy Manny in the building. What's up? Roche cannot be here today. He's taking care of his sick daughter. We got another special guest in the building. His name's Kieran. He came all the way from England just to be here today. <laughs> but the most important one, we have a legend in the building, ladies and gentlemen. I'm all right. <laughs> yeah, don't 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 let him say that. He he he's been on Charlotte Radio for as long as I can remember. Literally a legend in the game. Welcome, Mr. Incognito, to the podcast. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Thank you, man. For real, appreciate you being here. You're definitely one person that we had um, dialed in to to make sure we got you on here and tell your story and appreciate that and things like that. So let's start it off like this. Where are you from, man? I'm from Washington D.C. Okay. What? Well, uh, how long you been in Charlotte? I've been in Charlotte since '92. Oh shit. Okay. So you, I mean, you're you're basically from Charlotte. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's a long time. Yeah. Well, so what age did you, when did you move down? How old were you when you All right, down so here? pretty much I came down here when I was 17, um, went to college at Barber Scotia College, which is in Concord, North Carolina. Okay. And um, from there, um, I did my four years, my time in college, mm -hmm. and my internship was at Power 98. Holy when Power shit. 98 was, on Con was in Concord on Highway 29, right across from, I think it's a Kmart now. It's gone now, but you'll s still see the tower up. So, so there ain't, there ain't too many Kmart's around anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Matter of fact, it was a super Kmart. Okay. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely don't see those anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know the last Kmart I've even seen. <laughs> we had one in Statesville, and that shit didn't. I mean, yeah, I, I remember they did like a, a going out of business sale, I feel like, for a few years. Right. They just kept trying to get, get rid of all their shit, but I mean, <laughs> th that definitely didn't last. So, so you did, so you, so you went to college, you did the, so you went straight into radio, you didn't have any other job or anything like that beforehand? When I was in Concord, I did have my first job at Burger King. And okay. I, and I only worked for one day. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, under, understandable, my first job was at McDonald's, so I can see why you didn't want to work there more than, more than that yeah, day. Yeah, I was done. They was like, come back Saturday. I was like, huh? And I left around 12 midnight. And they was like, come back at 5. I was like, okay. No, no show. <laughs> I, was, I was incognito for real. <laughs> hey, at least you live up to the name. That, that's that's good. Yeah, I wouldn't have done that shit either. That shit sucked. That fast food. I mean, you gotta make money. You know, like you know, young. You like, I need money, but sometimes it's like not that bad. Right. <laughs> not that bad. Where you gotta do something you definitely don't like. No. So so you, so you graduated college and then you started your internship. Now, what was it like starting out fresh, young, new to the game? Did you like? Did you go to school for radio? I um, went to school for mass communications. Okay. So, you know that was my main goal, just doing radio and TV. So you knew what you wanted to do. Oh yeah, definitely. From the beginning. Right. I really wanted to be a director, a movie director, but um, you know, when I got into radio, they was like, well, you know, it's kind of like the same thing. Uh -huh. They just don't see you. You know what I'm saying? You can still call <laughs> shots behind. So I was like, yeah, I, I do that. Okay. But I fell in love with radio. I'm a music head. I'm in DJing. Even in college, I was the SGA, SGA president okay. at the time, and everybody voted for me because I was a DJ, and they knew that I was going to be doing parties. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so, so how did you get your DJ start? 
Um, I used to DJ in this club. It was called, um, damn, what was the name of the damn club? I can't believe it. I forgot. Damn, damn. It was on Roswell Ferry Road. And um, I used to DJ. They used to give me $40. Mm-hmm. And I used to drive back and forth. Well, I didn't have a car at the time. My homeboy used to drive me. And all he wanted was $5 out of my 40 So mm. I did 35 <laughs> That's a, that's, a, that's a cut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a cut. Damn. So I was like thirty five on on Friday and thirty five dollars on Saturday. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So were you in college at this time? Babylon. The name of the club is called Babylon. Okay. Babylon. Okay. Yeah. Were you in college? Yeah, I was in college. Okay, got you. Yeah. So every weekend from Congo, we just come down and do do my little four hours in Babylon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's when I realized that um, I'm in the South because you know, like I said, I'm from DC. Right. So. It's Different. It's a different ball game. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I used to love Tribe Called Quest, P-Rock and CL Smooth, all the early 90s, brand Nubian, and I found out I couldn't play that shit in there. <laughs> it, don't, <laughs> it, it definitely don't hit the same. No boom <laughs> back. That shit definitely don't hit the same down here. Like, that's what I try to just, like tell people, like, that, that Southern rap and shit, it's just, like, it, it's different. Like, you just got to know. Once you get down here, that's the shit that people want to hear. Exactly. But in what year was this? This had to be 94, 96, around that time. I mean, Outkast. Outkast and all that. Yeah. Yeah. And 96, um, like Ghetto Boys was real big. Mm -hmm. Um, Beginning of Master P, Cash Money. But also, um, Luke was big in the club. So I had to gather up all my vinyl. 69 Boys, Tootsie Roll, yep. all them records, because Miami bass was, like, real big down here mm-hmm. at the time. And I was not a fan when I was, when I started. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I, I wasn't familiar with it. I yep. was just mm-hmm. early with the, the hip-hop, lyrics and bars. But I didn't really get the party music mm-hmm. until I started DJing in the club. And that's when I gathered all my stuff and everything like that. And then, like I said, that, that was the years, like, like 96 Cash money and no limit. I had to go and yep. get records for that. You know, I used to drive up my little thirty-five dollar <laughs> <laughs> DJ kit and go straight to Central Records, go to Repo Records, mm-hmm. and um, just got all that stuff up. You know, saying for the clubs. Yeah, cause that, cause I mean, I guess I mean, yeah, them coming from from DC. I mean that sound just it's just two different sounds that Miami and like that DC sound. Even now it's like it's right. way, it's way different. You can just tell like, you know, and there's a I I know people that are from DC and they're like, yeah, we don't really fuck with like the down south. Right, shit. exactly. It's just, it's, just, it's just different. I couldn't even play go-go in the club, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Cuz yeah. I had all the go-go I records. I started to say, yeah, y'all, and it was all like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I right. I probably did two or three songs I like started, a sardines or something like that. Right. I'm like, oh, the butt, you can't go wrong with EU the butt, yeah. but you know. <laughs> were you, so you were trying those records down here and it just it just wasn't. It wasn't meshing. Yeah. Nah. Now the college scene when I was DJing at John C. Smith, we were doing the college parties, yeah, uh-huh. definitely. Yeah. You know, the college parties kind of opened me up to everything because we had a lot of students from the Virgin Islands at Barber Scotia. So okay. I had the reggae format, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I had to buy records for that. Because, you know, no computers exist, nah, no MP3s. You shit. really had to buy your records. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So Dance hall wasn't easy to find at yeah, that time. Yeah, exactly. It was definitely hard, hard to reggae find. Reggae Central is where you had to go to get Dance Hall and exactly. stuff like that. And yeah. one thing about Reggae Central, they had the full album. I was like, you know, because, you know, back then you used to buy three 12 inches for like yeah. nine ninety nine. 
I was like, but to get a reggae song, I had to spend eleven dollars for a full length album. Didn't know none of the songs but one. <laughs> or you had to get, or you had to get the forty five straight the from Jamaica, right? Who was that dude that used to be on Power ninety eight? That was a reggae DJ for a while. We had DJ C's, mm. DJ C's, um, DJ C's. I want to say it was one of the main ones that started. There was a white dude that also worked at Reggae Central. Like he did the Sunday night. It was C's. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, then. it was DJ C's. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Sorry. No, he's <laughs> a dope DJ. He's a dope DJ. Oh, man. he's a legend, man. For real, definitely a legend, man. So these, these house parties, and I feel like now it's still the same for like up and coming DJs. I feel like that's where you find a lot of music, right? Because you know, it's college kids and stuff. I feel like college kids are kind of the most open about listening to music, right? And trying to figure out what you like, what you don't like, and stuff. So. Like, I got kind of my start, so did Manny, at college parties. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's where you just learn a lot of the shit. Like, you know, you'll go and you, somebody will come up to you like, hey, can you play this? And like, I don't even know that song. Right. But then you check it out and it's like, damn, this is actually like a dope record. Mm-hmm. I need to get this and put it in my rotation somewhere because it works. Right, exactly. And, and you'll play it and it'll kind of go off and you're like, what? Like, but, you know, at the time, I just knew... Especially starting, it was like whatever I wanted to listen to mm-hmm. and kind of what was like on the radio and, and, and things like that. You know, I would just know to go off of that. Start Starting out, like that was like my, my party shit went. And then you go to these house parties and be like, oh, well, you play such and such? And I'm like, I ain't even heard of this artist, bro. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, who, like, who is this? And then you play it and it's like, and then everybody knows it. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah. And especially certain, like, every college has their own, like, thing too like their their own you know we like this song we like this song we like this song mm-hmm. and i felt like like because I, I mean i live in greensboro so right. you know you had a and t uncg all that right. so i would go to different parties and like both sides and see all that mm-hmm. and again i'd be sitting at parties listening like yo what the fuck like right. what is this and people would be it'd be going off and i'm like that's wild but yeah definitely getting like Man. that college start like around that time right. i feel like that that'll definitely put you in the right path of how you need to go of broaden definitely what, what you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so you did so you did your college thing and then so you got your start at the radio. Um, can I describe like what that was like? Your, like? What was your first day like? Do you remember? Um, my first day was pretty much I knew I had to learn everything. I wanted to be able to just take over. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I I pretty much stayed at the radio station okay. after school. Um, after I did my little college classes, I went straight to the station, and I pretty much lived up there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because we had two stations at the time, which is V101.9 and then Power 98. And so they had records there, and there was record reps coming in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I you know, let them know who I was. Right. And I was interested in DJ. And that's how I got bulk of majority of my music is from just being at the radio station and knowing the record reps and at that time, vinyl was like a come and go type thing. Mm-hmm. It was giving away vinyl like it oh, was man. CDs. Wow. Those record, <laughs> the record promos you can get back in, there are versions of those songs you can't find anywhere right. on some stuff. I'm yeah. talking white labels, even songs that just came out. A week later, you'll get the white label. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You had to write a marker. All right, this is the this one or whatever. Yep. So, yeah. That's right. dope. And that's that's for anybody like that. I, I asked that. That's for anybody that's trying to get into that lane right, right now, you know, like. Be hungry from the from the jump. Right. Like that's the thing because I feel like a lot of people. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I, I ain't trying to talk bad about like the like younger kids, but like these days, kids coming up, they just kind of want stuff handed to them. I feel like a lot more oh, yeah, definitely than, than yeah, what yeah. than what we were used to, and especially, I mean, especially like you guys. But yeah, def, definitely, you know, put in that work 
from the jump and, and, and make yourself be known and 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 just go do it. Um, yeah. So so you got your start. Um, did you did you like it at first? It was like a, a fell in love thing. No, nah, I exactly. fell in love with it off the gate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I had an opportunity to you know when artists would come. This is when the artists used to come to the station. They okay. had no choice. <laughs> yeah. But they come to yeah. radio now. They don't even come to. Radio. Oh, we don't need to go there. Mm-hmm. You know. And uh, my biggest experience is when. Nas came out oh, with um, it was written and uh-huh. it had to be in '96, and Nas at the time was my favorite rapper. Mm. I just thought Illmatic was like the greatest project ever made, which came out in '94. Still kind of, I mean, to, to this lot, day, yeah, yeah, a lot. To a lot of people, it still is the, the biggest one. And I remember one time he came up to the station, and um, Nate Quick at the time was a famous radio personality in this market. He knew that I love Nas, so he was like, yo, man, Nas, yo, he's coming up here, your boy coming up here. So he embarrassed me in front of him. He was like, yo, man, Incog, he loves you, man. He said, you be speaking to him, man. You be speaking to him. And I was like, oh, my God. Did, did, did Nas respond? <laughs> nah, he showed me love yeah. because at the time, you know, everybody at the station didn't understand why I loved this dude so mm-hmm. much. It wasn't like... We wasn't playing anything off of Illmatic unless it was a mix show record. It was right. Ain't It Hard to Tell, Life's a Bitch, stuff like mm-hmm. that. But when he came out, the first single from um, It Was Written was If I Rule the World with Lauryn Hill. Yeah. So that was a big yeah. record. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like now everybody, he got onto the commercial status. Mm-hmm. Then the jocks was like, to them, that this is the first radio record. Right. To, but to me, I was already like, Illmatic mm-hmm. was like, you know, so it was like, Dude, why you like this dude so yep. much? I was like, you just got to hear him. Yep. You know, so just like I said, you you always got to put people on stuff or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, was he doing a a radio tour or did he have a show? No, nah, he was or? on a radio tour. He was okay. promoting the album. The album came out that week, and so he was just pretty much, and you know, they hit two weeks, three weeks yep. before the album dropped, and just hit different markets do, do, to promote. Do artists even do radio tours like that anymore? Hell no. I guess you don't have to with like the way everything else is set up with, I guess, social media and streaming and and things like that. I feel like you don't. I mean, I mean, with COVID and everything, that's one thing. But right, it's just right. like you know, now oh, oh. it's like when you have a single that's moving up the charts. Mm-hmm. The labels expect that artist to hit the road and gotcha. be able to promote the record. Because at the end of the day, we still got to know who you are. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't mind playing new records that's hot in the club, but motherfucker, let me meet you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know let me know who let you are. Let me see who you are, yeah. you know, so I can be a, become a fan. If you yeah. got it, you got it. Yeah. Some artists just don't got it, Yeah, you know. And that's personality-wise, I feel like, too. Like, you know, if they, I'm sure a lot of people probably come in there and, like, Again, you don't know who they are, but they probably expect you to know who they are, right? Because you've seen, you know, their 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 track come across your desk. Like, hmm, this is kind of heating up, you know. Mm-hmm. Especially like other markets, you know. Let me find out who who you are as a person, right? Um. So yeah, that that's definitely important. Um. So who else have, has came to the radio stations that have you know been like a oh wow factor to you? Oh wow. If- 2003, when 50 Cent came out with Get Rich or Die Trying, and um, this was weird to me also. Um, he came on a Saturday, and we had Saturday part-time jocks on the air. So they was really <laughs> nervous about interviewing him. Mm-hmm. And so at this time, when he came to the station, 
Like, they had security look all around the station for 30 minutes before they brought him up to the station. I thought that was the weirdest thing ever. Like, they treated him like he was the president. Wow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that was interesting right there. He was cool. He did his thing or whatever. But it was just like, okay, why we got security scouting the whole building? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's Saturday. Ain't nobody <laughs> up here. <laughs> Ain't nobody trying to kill him. Yeah. But, but that's how big he was at that time. And like I said, when Up in the Club came out, oh. he was just mm-hmm. a big deal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, the interview was kind of horrible because the person that did it, she mm. really didn't know nothing about him mm. or whatever, but we jumped in and took care of the rest. Gotcha. <laughs> God damn, that's good because yeah, you don't mess at that time. I think I think I read somewhere where whenever that album came out, uh-huh. um, I think he did like three hundred and twenty something or three hundred thirty something shows. Yeah, definitely. shows in a year. Right. So I mean, he had like a month off maybe. Right. That's how often he was doing a show. And he blew up real quick. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It was just like when that record took off, it was quick. Mm-hmm. It was very quick. How tired did you get playing that shit in the club? Man, shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, I'm like, man, I don't give a fuck if it's your birthday. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> yeah, they came out with a few other birthday songs since then. I mean, I'm the same way. I actually played it not too long ago because I... I was, I already played like Say I or something, uh-huh. and I didn't want to play Birthday Bitch, or I didn't want to play Birthday Song, so I was like, uh, you got to go back to that uh, job. Uh, yeah, the club. But, <laughs> people, but people know it, that's the thing, like, you can still play records, that, like, that's a timeless record. Right. I mean, as, as, as much as we probably hate to admit it, because how much it got overplayed, uh-huh. like, that's a timeless record, yeah, by Usher, like, those within the last 20 years are just, like, let me tell you about yeah about Usher. I remember that record like it was yesterday. Um, they leaked that record. That wasn't supposed to be the first single. Oh shit! And the label sent us a cease and desist. They was like, "Yo, this is not the single. The first single was supposed to have been Burn off of Confessions." Wow! So it took off so quickly. They ain't had no choice to be like, you know what? Just go ahead and play it. You know. Mm-hmm. But it was leaked. That record was leaked. I think Jermaine leaked that record out to the DJs, and it just went out. But they were sending us cease and desist letters like, yo, take it off the air, or we're going to file a lawsuit. Yeah. Damn. It was that bad. Man, but good thing they didn't, though, because that thing. <laughs> that was I like mean, a good mistake. <laughs> and, and that was and that was played on every type of radio station. It wasn't just the urban market. It wasn't just the pop market. It was it was on everything. Yeah, like right. Usher, yeah, it was. That's the first song I think of when I think of Usher. When you sing, you sing, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, yeah, and that album, I love that album, too. That was a. I mean, because that was what his like third album, I third think. or fourth album. Yeah, yeah. so I mean, that was a, that was a that dope was like album. his thriller. I give him that's his thriller mm-hmm. right there. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely, that's a great comparison. I've never heard that, but that's definitely yeah. it for him because, again, that's another one I can I can play and it, it doesn't matter like what what the crowd is, younger, old, you right. know, whoever it is that they know that shit. Um, right. They hear that first bar and they're like, oh, there it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. But I have been skipping his his middle uh, his middle verse recently. <laughs> I, get, I get tired of it. I'll do the first one and I'll go straight to Luda because I mean everybody's got to hear that that yep. Luda verse. Been doing that for like ten plus years. <laughs> I'm surprised mean, I, I didn't make my own version of that. Yeah, why yeah. didn't you just make your own at it? Yeah, you're yeah, fucking exactly. up. You probably have it. You just won't share it. I don't know, man. <laughs> Speaking of that end of club, I did make a version of that that was a minute and a half long. Did you? Oh, God, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I'm so sick of playing this bullshit. <laughs> just playing, taking this funky mix version of it. That's the Editing hard. it down, that's that, it. That's, that song is so hard to bring you into. 
Yeah, because it's kind of like not my version. The one, the one isn't on Dude. the 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 one is weird. Mine yeah. isn't. Yeah. Why? Because I'm tomato slice. <laughs> <laughs> no, because every one of my tracks that I edit, like a monkey could mix it. <laughs> like seriously, is that easy? Oh God, yeah. Well, you got send it my way. I, I send. I do. That's, that's, that's the key to me mixing is. Yeah. Anybody can do it. They think I've had people say, "Man, I thought your DJ on Ableton it was that smooth." It's because of the way I edit my shit. That's why. Because right. you edited it on Ableton. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> no. I I ableted it. I no, I didn't Ableton it. What did I use? It wasn't Tractor. It was that other thing, Soundforge, something like that. Some other thing. Some Sony version was, is what I did it in. Enkai, you do your own edits? Yeah, I do definitely. So I guess you gotta do like radio versions of stuff, right? Definitely gotta do radio versions because at the end of the day, sometimes you got those sensitive songs mm -hmm. that's real crazy, and you also gotta think, you know, at the end of the day, we got kids listening, so yep. some things that we think is okay doesn't mean it's clean. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. Oh. So we have to definitely go in and take some stuff out. And, I, you know, almost almost every track I play is a clean version. Yeah, everything, no I matter where the fuck I am. I can't. I actually thought that's about dope. that last night, like. I'm sure there are DJs that won't play anything but clean stuff, no matter where they're at. But right. I only download I try. The, the dirty version. Because you don't realize where you are. There's places that I've heard you play, and there's speakers playing outside the venue, That's broadcasting funny. down the street. Fuck, 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 <laughs> fuck, yeah, fuck. You know, It'd be like that sometimes. I will tell you a funny story about Power 98. I don't know why I remember this, but I was probably like 16, uh, driving. I like just got my license, and... I was listening to Power 98, uh -huh. and Pastor Cavarcier came on. Okay. And I don't know who dropped the ball, but the the dirty version <laughs> got, <laughs> got played. <laughs> and so. Oh, that wasn't me. I'll tell you that. <laughs> and so I'm sitting here, I'm listening, and he's like, don't this shit. I'm like. Oh, my God. I ain't supposed to hear shit on the radio. I already know. Like, I've listened to the radio enough. I knew that. Right. And so it probably got a minute and a half in. And the next thing you know, whoop. Commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, somebody definitely dropped the ball on oh, that yeah, one. So, man. speaking of radio, do music promoters still come through there and give out anything, or do they just mostly phone it in? No, they just email shit. Oh, all right. <laughs> that, that's that's <laughs> easier than phone it in. They email it and be like, yo, did you check it out yet? Did you check it out yet? Every day. Did you check it out yet? You know, so. So, how much music do you think you listen to a day? Because, I mean, obviously, you, I mean, you're... I have no life. That's all I do. That's all you do. That's all I do. That's all you do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, are there any records, to, to your knowledge, that you, I mean, I'm sure there's several, but what are some big records that you feel like you broke in the in the area? Um, the clips grinding. Okay. Um, I think one thing about DJing with the vinyl aspect, it was just like, yo, if you ain't had any vinyl, nobody heard that shit in the mm -hmm. club. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so. One thing about being the radio is like we get exclusives, we get albums before they even been put out months. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, clips grinding definitely was a big one. Um, get low by Ying Yang Twins. I definitely think we broke down the radio. And the thing about that one is I had to go down to South Carolina, some ratchet ass club, <laughs> <laughs> and I saw people going crazy, and I was like, Yo, what on earth is mm -hmm. this? And I remember then, when that came out. Man, everybody hit the record store up. I need that get low. I need that get low. We sold out in like five minutes. 
Yeah. And that's the thing back then on vinyl. You had no vinyl. Like if you, you didn't have it, you ain't playing it. Mm-hmm. You had to get to that. You had to put it on hold. You had to special order it. Yeah, special order. You had to do something to play that shit off a cassette or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> however, you can, however you can get that shit out there. But um, I edited the record because it was pretty much off the album. I edited it, bam, 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 and we just took it up on the airways, you know what I'm saying, based on the fact that, I wouldn't say I broke it, mm-hmm. I said I broke it on radio, but I wouldn't say I broke it in the club. Right, right, it was, right. Like I said, I was at a club yeah. and did my research, because I, I call it research when I go to the clubs. I like to see what everybody is on the same page. And if I see something that's like, yo, this need to be on the radio, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what happened. And they came with that record as the next single. You know what I'm saying? Off of the spins of what we was playing. Got you, got yeah. you. I say Black Youngster Booty also. Okay. That record... Yeah, we we broke that record here mm-hmm. in Charlotte. You know what I'm saying? So that was big. Did how, how did y'all come across that one? Did did he send it to? They you sent or? the whole mixtape out, okay. and that's the one we kept pressing the label. Because okay. at the end of the day, they send us the whole album. Of course. And we just keep it real, like man, we ain't playing a single. The shit is whack. Yeah. But yeah. give us something else, mm-hmm. you know. And we like, yo, that's the one. And so if it's something that we feel like. As DJs at the station, we feel like we gotta fuck with it. We plan it, mm-hmm. you know. Saying regardless, does that still happen now? It still happens now. The people you're like, we're gonna play this shit. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Okay. I wasn't but sure if somebody got to choose for you. Now the labels make their decision on what they want to spend money behind. You know what I'm saying? So if they feel like this is this. Like I know the Future record, Future put an album out. The record they like is the they went with was the Drake record. Mm-hmm, of course. But at the end of the day, it's more shit on it. Mm-hmm. But if you look at streaming wise, you see that nobody gives a fuck about that record. They want the future future, mm-hmm. though. Not the yeah. R and B, the yeah. radio future. Mm-hmm, yeah. We want the hood. We want the, you know, club mm-hmm. bangers. So, so we go through that. Why don't you do you play the hood, the, the streaming stuff, or do you play the radio stuff? I mean I mean we definitely had to play the radio stuff. We play the radio stuff because of the fact, but when it comes down to the mix show, I'm not playing no love shit in the mix show. I'm mm-hmm. trying to get it crunk. Yep. Right. So I'm going to go and play. If I got the clean version, if I have to edit, I prefer not to edit because it takes time. Mm-hmm. But half of the time, they just send us the clean albums and let us go for what we know. That's, that's dope. Good, you know, so. Yeah, because that's, that's a headache. And that's how they do their research. You know, okay. even though this single might be, it might not do anything, but right. we're probably going to do something because it's Drake and Future. Mm. Oh, man. <laughs> but yeah. his other cuts on the album, they know, like, okay, well, we know we're going to go with next. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because they can tell by the spins yep. around the country and the streaming aspect. And yeah. I feel like with the streaming aspect, you get your data a lot, <laughs> hell of a lot faster than you used to have to wait and, and right. kind of figure it out that way. Right. Um, I want to go back to that grinding record. Mm-hmm. That shit was crazy. That shit was ridiculous. Like crazy. So, um, I mean, that shit was just, I remember like kids beating on the desk in middle school to that shit. Like it was just, a, that beat was insane. It was so, different. You know what I'm saying? It's like when you put different shit out, it pretty much yeah. stands out. Yeah. You know? And that beat was just different. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so coming from D.C., I'm sure it was dope to see that like Virginia Beach representation Definitely. too yeah because um, yeah every like i mean pharrell's done a lot of shit but that that one right there was was special mm-hmm. um so how did that come across you did they send that one to you yeah they send it to me um like i said they always send the vinyl or whatever and um we listen we get a stack of records every mm-hmm. week mm-hmm. and so this time the record rep was at, he was at the club and so i was like let me go and try this shit and i tried it Everybody was just like, yo, who was that, yo? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's is when you break a record, 
in a club ain't nobody ever heard before? Because now the days is everybody get the shit the same day. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to come out on a Friday. We all got yep. it. They but hear it before time, you get to the club, too. Right. This time, you had to be that special motherfucker that had that record mm-hmm. and then play that oh, shit. Yeah. Damn, what the hell is that? People used to yell, what is that? It wasn't no phone, <laughs> no. no Shazam. <laughs> it was like, yo, I had to write this down to figure out what this is. It was so, the dope days, I hate to say it, but those days were awesome. They're gone. Yeah. But we yeah, did have that exclusive. Shit, like, people, I used to love that. But I hate it now. Like People hear songs before you even they can even break in a club. Right. And it's hard to find songs that... I mean, you got to be a really good DJ now to find a song and play it that nobody's heard that they're going to want to hear in like two or three weeks. Right. It just doesn't happen as much. Mm. Because it's so much music. Yeah, Everybody true. has yeah. so much stuff that, you know. And this is me bitching, as usual. <laughs> 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 All right, here we go. <laughs> People want to hear what they know. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Simple. Everybody want to sing along together, you know. But nobody really, that openness of music and just trying shit and just being able to, yo, what is that? I'm going to Shazam that shit. Yep. What is that he playing? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Oh, that's out the window. Because at the end of the day, you still got, it's all about business. So now you're in a club, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about buying them bottles. It's all about yep. getting the club hype, making sure everybody, you know, mm-hmm. taking a risk is like, okay, why the fuck you play that record? Yeah. What's yeah. going on? Hey, man, play the hits. Mm-hmm. And that's why that's why I, I kind of do, do smaller venues these days, too. One, because that's all that's available to me because I don't try to do bigger ones. Right. But the thing is, I can do more of me in these spots. Mm-hmm. Right. Although, like this week, I played. Uh, Freddie's Dead by I think Curtis Mayfield. Yeah, Superfly <laughs> soundtrack. Yeah, I, mean, I know that doesn't mean shit to you two guys, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a dope fucking song. Yeah, Freddie Dead though, that's fucked up. But, but yeah, that's a classic. I just feel like I try to just hop on. This is not necessarily clubs, but like even like bars. I'll try to hop on something that I know is gonna be hot to a couple people because mm-hmm. everybody else hasn't caught on yet. Right. Like one, one thing, for instance, one song that I like today I can remember is "Mood," twenty four K, twenty four K Golden. Mm-hmm. Um, I was playing that one time, and like this dude was sitting at the bar vibe, and he turns around, and he's just like, "Yeah." Mm-hmm. But at the time, nobody was really playing that shit yet. It was just, it was really fresh, mm-hmm. and so that was like one instance where I just know, like, "Yo, that's dope." I I knew it was gonna be bigger, but I was like, "Y'all don't know yet," right? You know, and. As of late, that Bad Bunny, I'm trying to figure out right now what the fuck to play off that. Bad Bunny got so much. I just, rea- <laughs> I, just, I just realized this weekend, too, I haven't played Bad Bunny in probably like two years, wow. easily. What? Yeah. Yeah, Nobody, we see nobody asked me for Bad Bunny. Uh, you playing you play the wrong places. Um, no, I don't. Bad Bunny records Thursday when I went to the Latin party oh, yeah. at Hive. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. That's all. I mean, that's. He he's crazy, man. Like the, the the way he's moving right now is absolutely insane. Definitely. What what blew my mind is I'm thinking like, yo, this dude just did a tour, sold out, and he didn't even have a new album out. Right. He was still doing all of his old shit, mm-hmm. and then and then he dropped an album. Like that's how you know you're big time. I mean, yeah. you can say I'm playing the wrong places, but I'm glad I'm playing the wrong places for that. <laughs> nah, I mean, you gotta drop that new I mean, Bad Bunny. <laughs> I mean, I still play new shit all the time. Like, I still play Jack Harlow and all that stuff, too. He's on fire right now. What do you think about Jack Harlow? I love his album, man. I was telling people, I was like, this might be a little bit, he might, he took it to a whole nother level. It's like, it sounds like a Drake album, mm-hmm. and it also sounds like he's coming after Drake, and then it's like, 
It reminds me of Kendrick's second album. Okay. The Pimp a Butterfly. Mm-hmm. That was the second album, right? Yep. He kind of well, lost well, everybody on it. Yeah, techni- well, I guess he had Section 80 and then... Nah, yeah, sex, that's his third album. Good cut, yeah. Yeah, okay. Killer Butterfly. Yeah, Killer Killer Butterfly. I think this is Jack Harlow's Killer Butterfly. Got you. You know what I'm saying? I love it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just think it's real smooth. Mm-hmm. It's real singy. It's, it's kind of like a Drake aspect. Matter of fact, it's kind of remind me of like something Mac Miller would do. Yeah. You know, and um, I love it. Yeah. You know, when I heard first class, I was like, oh, yeah, he's going to be a problem. That's the sample. This is this is a rap. <laughs> I mean, and, and, and that's another thing, like, you, you know, getting music before. Like, now right. people heard that shit on TikTok before anything. Right. Like, that was because he previewed it. Right. And then people just take that sound bite and they just go crazy with it. Right. And I feel like sometimes, like, now that can either be really good or really bad. Really good or really bad. I mean, at the end of the day, these labels, they want familiar songs. Mm-hmm. They want, okay, they want to be able, we, when you hear it, we already know it's Gwen Stefani. You know what I'm saying? Is it Gwen Stefani? Oh, Fergie. Fergie. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Glamorous. Yeah. Yeah. Man, my bad. It's a radio <laughs> mistake. But anyway, <laughs> but it's familiar. We knew that was the shit back couple of years, early 2000, you know, Ludacris is on it. So mm-hmm. it's just like, at the end of the day, as long as you give the label what they need, their three songs that they need for radio, yep. and you go into your direction, mm-hmm. fair game. Yep. I'm not mad at that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I, I think that's what he came with. Yep. With all artists, even Kendrick. I'm, I can't wait till Friday. I know Friday he going to fucking mm-hmm. kill the world mm-hmm. with this album. But the thing is, he ain't going to give a shit we can play in the club. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. <laughs> I don't think maybe he'll he'll come around and and, and do different, but um, I know you know he'll give, he'll give you three bangers because I know he came with hum, um humble and that mm-hmm. was big, yeah. you know. And yeah. then, but that's what remix services are for. Yeah, I mean, how many times do you listen to the radio and go, "My version's better"? All the time. Yeah, a lot. But <laughs> but at the same time, I still gotta have that club sound. Right. Oh yeah. Um, you can still make it though. You can. Oh, they'll redrum the fuck out of anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, whatever song you want, I can redrum it. Like, fuck a redrum. It, don't, it doesn't matter. Um, you, don't like, you, don't take, you don't look too excited about the redrum. No, I don't because most of the redrums out there are I got processed improperly and sound like well, shit. Well, then why, why aren't you the biggest editor out right now? Because I don't I, know I, how to edit. I mean, I know how to edit. I don't know how to redrum. I don't want to redrum because I have hearing. <laughs> I mean, like I say, why the fuck? Like why the fuck are you gonna redrum, beat it, or Billy Jean? Or well, that don't make any sense. Like but there are some things out there that need a little bit more tempo to them. I believe. I mean, I probably delete more redrums a week than anything. <laughs> I'm re-drum, serious. Redrum is ballot shit. Are you so? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I don't know. I can bitch about it all year long. <laughs> we know. Are you guys playing first class on the radio right now? Definitely, yeah, we yeah, are. yeah. As of soon course. as I got it, I mean, it was number one streaming in Charlotte. Shit. Why not? Yeah. Oh, exactly. <laughs> like, you got any songs that you're hearing right now that you know are going to be hits in a couple days? <laughs> hours? A <laughs> couple <laughs> hours? <laughs> All the time. Not this week. I mean, not, not this week. I haven't heard anything this week. Um, a lot of this stuff is just real slow. In the summertime, it's just like, I need I need pitch. Mm-hmm. I need BPMs. Yeah. I need at least 100. Give me yeah. at least 100. <laughs> then we're going to work with it. I feel so like... I feel like a lot of music the past five years has been real slow. Slow as hell. Ballads like Chainsmoker started that bullshit years ago. Right. With Top 40 at least. Yeah. I mean, it's good radio records when it come down to radio, but it's just like, all right, so what am I playing the club? Does it translate? Yeah. Yeah, it's just no, like it I'm going to start playing the same shit over and over again, mm-hmm. you know? So 
what I do actually, you know that hi hat, that clap, mm-hmm. the booty clap shit. Mm-hmm. I have that on the third deck, uh, synced, and sometimes I'll just bring that in underneath the slow ass <laughs> song. I'm not, I'm not kidding. I'm, I'm just like right. over top of something. Ass clapping and my heart will go on. Oh yeah, you know. <laughs> plus, I'll pitch shit the fuck up. Oh, we know yeah. this man plays No Limit by G Easy at like 98. Yeah. God, oh man. yeah. I mean, it's pitched up like 16% <laughs> Crazy. And, it, and it ask Crazy. it's still hits. I people like, what do you think of the song? They're like, this is cool. I was right. like, you feel like it has any energy into it? And I'm like, yeah, it seems a little faster, but I like it. <laughs> seems a little faster. So I want to ask you about this, Incog, uh, local artists. Yeah. Um, who are some of your favorites? Who have you seen kind of grow um, and things like that? Because, I mean, I remember personally the baby before he was anything. Um, right. He came through Greensboro, and, and he had he had light show, and they were playing it out there. Right. Um, were you guys playing that record? Yeah, we was playing light show. Um, the crazy thing about it is, like, we do this thing called the Carolina Street Connect, and every day at 9 o'clock we like to showcase local artists. And um, at the time, my nephews was telling me about Baby Jesus at the time, and um, I had his number, and um, I called him, and um, I told him I was going to play his record. And... Um, just telling him what to do as far as getting on to the next big thing. So pretty much you had to have your bio together, have a picture, just pretty much industry ready, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, to get the song played. And um, I was on the phone with him and his mom at the time telling him what to do. And I was like one of the first to play his record, you know, and that record was Baby Jesus. They called me Baby Jesus or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, after that, it's just been... Yeah, <laughs> crazy, <laughs> crazy. And um, the crazy thing about it is, like, he always remembered that. I mean, even um, he put it in the video. He let everybody know, like, Incog was like the first one to play my record. That's he made my mama dope. cry, and um, he's always been real with us. He mm-hmm. flew us to um to the Grammys, and um, we was there when he got nominated for his first Grammy. So it was just like it was genuine, right? You know, so that's that's dope, man. Because yeah. I mean, I know. He's in the headlines a decent amount, but I mean, musically and like shit like that, like he took off. He just right, was, yeah. like you know, he he had all of his like baby Jesus stuff, and then I feel like now that's one person that I feel like was hitting the radio hard as far as touring, right, and things like that, right. You know, you'd see him on all kinds of radio shows, and he he would do like the diaper thing and right and, and things like that. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something. That dang on diapers. <laughs> But it got everybody's attention, and that's the thing about the game now is just, like, you got to stand out, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Even though I didn't agree at the time, (laughs) a lot of people in Charlotte didn't agree, Uh but it was, like, a brilliant move because his name was Baby Jesus at the time, so it was just like, yeah, they looked at him like he was crazy, Mm -hmm. but it got everybody's attention, and then they realized, like, yo, this guy can actually rap. Yeah. So, you know. I got more of the baby songs than I do Bad Bunny songs. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the local team. So, so who are some other uh, dope local artists that are either have already done it or do you think could, could come up from this area? Because mm. I feel like, man, like, he, besides, you know, you had your P.D. Pablo. Yeah. And then you had your J. Cole. Right. And then you had, you know, the underground, more underground stuff. You had Rhapsody, Ninth Wonder, mm-hmm. and then Baby Comes Along. Right. Do you, who along in, in Carolina do you feel like, you know, you like or, or you know, are up and coming or, or whatever as far as that aspect goes? Casey and JoJo. Casey and JoJo. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot There's about a that. female artist that I rock with, um, Mary Mack. She's kind of dope. I like J-Way Sosa. I like, 
I mean, everybody from the Carolinas, some of the artists that's out is just like, you know, they there. Mm-hmm. It's just that that platform got to be on and popping. Right. You know what I'm saying? So cool. it's a couple. Um, and then you got Ruben. The freak. Huh? Who sing what? Sing the Freak. Freak like freak me? To, uh, no. Oh, Adina Howard. Yeah, yeah she's, she's from, from out here. of here also. Yeah, oh, for real? Yeah. yeah, so it's a it's a couple out there that's definitely doing their thing, you know. So, so yeah, definitely. Yeah, because I always try to look, I mean, especially if it's, you know, artists I can play or shit, like, from here, that's right. what I'm going to do because it's, it's, it's us before everybody else, you know. Everybody tries to break these Atlanta artists and, and things like that before they even try to look at people in their own city, I feel like. Right. But long as everybody be on the same page instead of hating on each other, mm-hmm. I think it should be all right. You know what I'm saying? You know, now they looking at Charlotte. They want the next baby. They want to know, all right, what else is going on down mm-hmm. there? You know, this is a well-respected market. You know, so the opportunity is there. It's just the fact that we got to support and we got to build up that fan base. Mm-hmm. You know, because at the end of the day, you always tell people, well, how are they doing in this city? Y'all playing it on the radio? What's going on with them? Because at the end of the day, it's just like, yo, you got to have that fan aspect. Yep. And one thing about the baby, he definitely had fans at the time. And um, even though he was known for, like, even with the Walmart incident and stuff like that, it really had people wanting to know, okay, what is about this mm-hmm. guy? You know what I'm saying? Even though it was a negative situation, I, I hope it, I wish it never happened. Mm-hmm. But it's just like it had people, okay, what's, and he got off? What's, what's going on? You know, so it's a lot more to it than people like could probably fathom at the time. Like, right, this this incident happened, like you said, and he got, and he got off. Like, what? Like, who, all right, so now you gotta be like, all right, who is he? Right, why is he? You know, what caused this to even happen in the first place? And then like, right. and then you realize his other incident, like that wasn't the first time he'd been involved in anything like that. Though. That that's the thing that people have been coming at him for right for the longest time. Thank God I don't pay attention. But to he that just shit. had a lot of like I said. And then when you got records with. Um, Camilla, you got records with Dua Lipa, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's just like, yo, oh, yeah. this is fucking for real. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't know, a lot of artists don't get that yeah. opportunity to do oh, records, yeah. because you know, on a be- pop scale, top 40 scale. That's the thing. Because That's I, why I'm like, I got more Bad Bunny. Not Bad Bunny. <laughs> I got more of the babies than Bad Bunny. Well, yeah, because, you know. He's on more people's tracks, in my opinion, for me. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like it's easier to, you know, stay within that market and stay with, like, you know, if you're if you're in an urban market, it's a lot easier to work with artists in that market. But once you do that crossover shit, yeah. it, it changes the game. Yep, price tag is different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Because yeah. Dua Leaf is huge. Yeah, she's international. Levitating. Yeah, we yeah. still can't get rid of that. By the way, I, 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 <laughs> it's a good song. I, I, I DJ on Kiss. That's the reason why I said that. Cause uh-huh. do a Libra record. That it was a time we was going through it with you know the baby because uh, they wanted him off the record. Stuff oh like yeah, that. Like, why? But it's just like because of it was uh, it because was, the situation that Rolling Loud. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. got offended. I have no clue what y'all are talking about. <laughs> oh my God, dude. I'm, I don't I'm pay a, attention I, to this shit. All right, so I'm gonna start giving you a pop culture. Like, do it. Run through every week. I'll be like, um, I don't give a fuck. The song's good. So just to bring it I up. I mean, the closest I came to paying attention to shit like that was R. Kelly. Oh well. Even that, I was he like, does fuck. A lot. Um, <laughs> so the baby, he was a Rolling Loud, and I don't want to use the wrong wording. So this is kind of off the record, but he basically was like, you know, put your hands up if you got AIDS, HIV, blah 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 blah. It didn't matter. And <laughs> oh so my that, god. So that community. Felt, I mean, offended right. by it, and they basically they tried to cancel him. Wow! Yeah. And that's just the thing. It's <laughs> like 
you know, growing up and being at concerts, I heard wilder shit. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> but now it's just like, now you have to be very sensitive about mm-hmm. everybody, which I think is like, come on now. Like, it, this is art. I mean, let mm-hmm. people be people. But now it's just like you have to be very, when you're on them big platforms, and then mm-hmm. it's just become a whole big thing. And it shouldn't be about that. You know, at the end of the day, he didn't mean no harm. Nah, he was just yeah. pretty much trying to get people to get their hands up mm-hmm. in the most creative way. <laughs> oh, and his right. most creative way was if you don't got AIDS yeah. and you ain't, yeah. if you ain't doing this in the parking lot, put your hands up. Yeah. But yeah. everybody made it, made it a whole big deal. It was just like it was just a creative mm, way yeah. to get people to respond. Yeah. And I mean. I've had people bitch at me for playing Blurred Lines before. Thinking wow. that song's about rape. And I'm like, ugh. So that's the type of stuff that I'm like, come on now. It's too sensitive. <laughs> yeah. It's too fucking sensitive. Just dance to the damn beat and shit. <laughs> that's you know your, inter- like, your stop, interpretation. Stop yeah. getting into it. Like, you know, if somebody catch you dancing with it, they, you know, you're going to hell. Like, come on now. <laughs> sit down. People are so sensitive that's, when it comes down to that's that. That's real, though. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of songs out there that <laughs> you actually start listening to the lyrics, you kind of like raise your eyebrows a little bit. But I mean... It, again, it's art. It's art like, at the end of the day, but it's like, I mean, I, I understand, yeah, we songs are hot, we want the people, but at the end of the day, it's all about business. It's all about making people, mm-hmm. if the general public love it, fucking play it. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I know. Wow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that record, but I was like, yo, she said, I don't cook, I don't clean. Like, oh, really? Like, I don't yeah. want to deal with this. Like, this ain't my type of girl. Nah, but uh, hell, hell if nah. y'all think that's good, hey, some people, some females yeah. just don't cook and don't clean. Yeah. There's a lot of songs I won't play anymore because of the lyrics. I mean, I don't know. I, actually, I know if I listen to a lot of lyrics and a lot of songs, I probably wouldn't play them. Like, I, don't, I won't play Ain't No Fun anymore. Why? I don't know. It's just fucked up. Why is it fucked up? <laughs> Talking about bringing some girl home. I don't even remember what it's about. I don't even remember the lyrics. I'm so old, man. But I listen to it. I'm like, this is fucked up, dude. <laughs> dude, I don't even play. I don't even think I play. Ladies and gentlemen, I can't think of it. You tell me the lyrics and and ain't no fun in college. You know it off the top of your head, hey, man. Just hey, you know, back in college, you ain't know no what I'm saying? Fun. It ain't fun. She ain't ain't no fun. Know. Oh, that's right. Ain't no fun unless the homies can yeah. have. Can't have some. Yeah, yeah, I mean, hey, it's just a fun record about Shit. just having uh, join a train on some. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> now the WAP, I get it because that's empowering to women. But no. ain't no fun. Wet ass pussy is empowering them. women. <laughs> yeah, wet ass. They, pussy. They're the ones in control in that situation. But that yeah. empowers women. Just talking about their pussies. Yeah. I mean, like I have control over you, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I mean, I grew up man, like so. I mean. I grew up listening to Eminem. Right. So nothing fucking phases me. Right. Like, Kim, you know that record? No. Yeah. Go listen to Kim by Eminem on the way home. <laughs> and tell me and tell me how fucked up you think shit is. I won't play it on the radio, probably, would you? I you wouldn't play it on the you, radio you're not or the club. To, no, hell no. I'm just saying in general, just listening to it. I don't know, maybe. You know, there's way worse shit out there. Like, I, was like, oh, I know there's worse shit. And I'm an Eminem fan too. And Eminem says some of the worst shit ever. Absolutely. But never really got, you know, he did get a little hell every once in a while, even with the stand situation mm-hmm. when Elton John, they had their little beef or whatever. But it wasn't really like it is now. Nah, you know if, what I'm if Eminem started now instead Ooh, of back boy. then, he, he would have he never made it. Right. He yeah. couldn't have put those records out yeah. because, I, I mean, just <laughs> that dude says some shit. Right. Right. Even off his first, even when he came out with My Name Is. But that's why I don't listen to the lyrics and songs, too, because I'm like, man, there's something fucked up in here. Something's going to get offended by. 
every time. But, I mean, it's either you take it or you leave it. I'm going to tell you a, a perfect example is, like, uh, you remember two sh- um, Tone Loke, Funky Cold Meninga? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So we played that on the air recently, and uh, I had some gays that was very offended about it, about him talking about the Oscar Maya Wiener. I don't mess with no Oscar. So yeah. people, and that record came out in 89. So it's just That's like, crazy. when you play a record just to get the response on the fact that people remember this song and it was a bomb, and then they sit there and listen to it, a new person listen to it, and be like, yo, this is kind of fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it was just like... Like Easy e nobody move, nobody get hurt, or some shit. He's on the back of a bank, like... <laughs> right, he's exactly. Like, he's like, yeah, about he the... He uses offensive words. I don't even know what he says, like... Yeah, and he was like, the girl had some titties, and then she pulled out a penis. The bitch had a dick. It's like, and the bitch had a dick or something. Right. But But now you you play that, now you think about it, you be like, damn. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Some of the stuff was like, okay. But now it wouldn't wouldn't even go for it. Yeah, true. But I also think that people hate the fact that this bitch had a dick. (laughs) The thing is, there ain't nothing wrong with that, really, when it comes down to it. But I was 88 when that came out, so that was pretty much weird. I mean, I remember going to the movies theaters and seeing Crying Game, and that part when I, I seen guys like I'm out, I'm out. But, but, you know what I'm saying? But, so it's just but like, being gay is more like culturally acceptable now, now than it was back then. Yeah, but 80s, early I mean, you still 90s. Got people go. I still have. I still have people, especially in the video game world. People are like, "What are you gay?" Like. Maybe something wrong with that, right? You got a problem with the gay video people? Game world's right. different. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you, a child? Oh, yeah, you are. <laughs> Again, 38 year old child. I grew child. up on Eminem and Modern Warfare lobbies. Like, I am not offended by anything anybody ever says to me. Yeah, you I'm can call me whatever you want, say whatever you want to me about whoever in my family. It's not gonna matter. It's not gonna matter to me either, but those people are just portraying hate. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Like we that. can talk about that all, <laughs> all fucking day. Um, so we talked about the Carolina artists. Um, what do you like listening to outside of radio? Because I know you got to find all your your radio hits, right? But what do you enjoy listening to whenever you're not having to figure out what the next big thing is? I'm big on '90s music and early 2000. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't know. Like I love Portishead. You know what I'm saying? I like listening to Led Zeppelin. I like listening to, you know, early '70s was like crazy rock. Early '70s rock was like '90s hip hop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So those classics are definitely because it it gives me a a space. Like right now, I can't really listen to a lot of stuff on the radio, but I understand. At the end of the day, it's not about me. It's all about the listeners. So mm-hmm. it's just like, yeah. for me to go to work, I have to listen to the older stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, now musically, like I, I was very impressed with the Jack Harlow. I love Pusha T, Lil Brother, who's out of the Carolinas. Oh. I love them. You know, Kanye is incredible. Sometimes he loses me, but he still <laughs> has the format. You know, um, I like listening to R and B. I'm just pretty much open to anything, and I definitely like going to clubs, listening to other cats, seeing what you know what they play. Mm-hmm. I just like to see reaction. Right. You know what I'm saying from DJs right. and just seeing what people can vibe to. You know, I go everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's no no. I just love I just love music. I like to go everywhere and just see where everybody's on the same page. Right. You know, I go to Hive. I go to Provision. You know, I even go to you know Roxbury mm-hmm. with the 80s and 90s. That's I, a dope I just, spot. 
Yeah, it's Such just like, spot. yeah, if you love music, this is pretty much it. Mm-hmm. You know, you try to stay afloat on everything that's going on. I like to go see the young guys so I can see what's popping, you know, so I know that, okay, I got to look out for this for radio-wise, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, just to see the reaction. Yep. Yeah, it's definitely important. Talking about clearing your head, like, I feel like, I mean, when I go to a gig, say I'm going to go play, like, all hip-hop, uh-huh. I'll listen to, like, rock mm-hmm. or something on the way. Right. Just to kind of... Put my mind elsewhere for, right. for a minute, mm-hmm. and then when I show up, I'll be like, okay, now I'm going to tune into this. Because mm-hmm. if I'm listening to it on the way there, I don't feel like I get that same feel nah. when I start. Because nah. um, it's like, it, it's, to me, it's like, and I had this conversation recently with someone, it's like when you go to a concert, and I see you go to a lot, mm-hmm. which I'm sure radio's giving you so much opportunity for that. Right. Um, but you, when you go to a concert, I don't want to listen to the artist I'm about to see. Before nah, I go to nah. the concert, hell nah. And a lot of people do like right. they'll like I like I go to, like a lot of country concerts and mm-hmm. you know they'll be pulling up and like tailgating and, and during the tailgates they'll listen to whoever the fuck we're about to see. Right. I'm like why? <laughs> like you're about to see them. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like you should know <laughs> the music already before you even get here. Right. To yeah. go sing at the concert, right. listen to something else to like get you hype or or whatever. You ain't gotta listen to the person. Why am I gonna listen to this song and then he's gonna go hear them play it? Right. Half an hour. Like when a concert come, uh, being a DJ at a radio station, it's like I like to get people ready to go for it. It's like w- with the um, concert that happened Sunday with Mount Rushmore, mm-hmm. with Ice Cube, Too Short. Mm-hmm. So I played all that in that, the mix that, just that, to get people dude, ready. And then, yeah. and then people be like, oh, that's coming to get tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? To show love. Like, yo, they coming. The West Coast is coming here. Yep. Yo, getting you ready for the show. Me, personally, I'm not listening to nope. it in the car. <laughs> but I would love to see what how they're going to bring. You know, I like to see. I'm big on set lists. Mm-hmm. So when I saw the show and Too Short came out with Blow the Whistle, mm-hmm. I lost my mind. I was like, dog, this is your biggest <laughs> record right now. Yeah. But, you know, and then when Snoop came out the next episode, just something about that intro. Mm-hmm. It just took it to a whole nother level. That's just the excitement. And yep. just, see, even Warren G was playing songs I didn't even know he was on. Or E-40. <laughs> E-40 played Snap Your Fingers. And yeah. I was like, damn, I forgot he was on that. I, so it was just like a rush. Mm-hmm. He did the Big Sean, I Don't Fuck With yep, You. Forgot yep. he was on that. Yep. So it just, it brings back memories, but also it just make it fresh. Mm-hmm. You know? I used to get mad when you go to a show, and then after the last act perform. They don't have a DJ. They just play regular modern elevator music. Mm-hmm. But I understand now, it's just like, you don't really want to get everybody hyped. Nope. And then the artist come up and he just fuck it up, mm-hmm. blow your high up. So you want to be able to be like, okay, okay, elevator music. Chill. But yep. soon as that artist come on stage, bam, 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 you know what that I'm saying? Just the hits, hits yep. and the energy hits a little different. Mm-hmm. I used to hate that. I was like, yo, why they, they can't afford a DJ? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, because... Yeah, I mean, and, and some, and yeah, and, and that's the thing. Like, I'll, I'll see a lot of artists, they'll have their DJ come out there, like, right before. Right. And they'll try to, like, do something, you know, but some DJs will play too long. It's like, yo, just get, like, one, one song in there, two songs in there, get us a little energy. And, and, yeah. and, and, get, and, then and hopefully on. the artist will deliver because if that artist doesn't come out with that energy, it's just kind of weird. It's weird as It's hell. super weird. <laughs> um, it's funny you mentioned E40 and that Snap Your Finger shit because I literally, Golden State played last night. And I was the game was on at the bar, and I was just gonna throw on some golden, some Bay Area shit just because, right? Whatever. I it wasn't that busy, and so I literally typed in E40 just to see what popped up. And snap your fingers was one of them that popped up. I'm like, damn, 
I forgot he was on that damn record. Cause I, I I get out of it before he. Oh, I did too. <laughs> that's the same. That's the same way with the Big Sean record. The Big Sean record. I've ne- I don't think I've played E40's verse once. Right. Like straight up, he's just not big over here. He doesn't do it for the for the East Coast. Uh, I feel yeah, like I got you. Um, as much it, it doesn't have that impact. Like right, and, and especially like on that Big Sean record. Sean's already went through two verses. Right. I'm I'm trying to get in and out. You trying to get in and out. Mm-hmm. I mean, now it was just, you know, back then when we used to DJ, we used to play the whole fucking song. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So that shit fade out. <laughs> yeah. Now it's just like everybody's attention span is so damn quick and bam, bam, bam. And, you know, mm-hmm. after they hear it, oh, I know what it is. And, yeah. All right, can he get this record over and play the next record? <laughs> it's just like now you just got to bam, go bam, bam. Them. You got to go through them real mm-hmm. quick because it's so much music. Yeah. Uh, Why do they even make three minute long songs anymore? Don't get it. Yeah, now it's like the average is two two fifty now. It's two two thirty two. You should see some of these like young kids, like the really young rappers. Right. They'll have like a minute and a half, two minute songs. Yeah. That's all you need. Yeah. They used to do that in the sixties. That's why I love the sixties because it's like, you know, back then songs mm-hmm. like a minute and thirty seconds. I've been listening to a lot of Motown recently. And yeah, they're <laughs> oh. quick. I'm like, damn, I'm gonna run this shit back because it's right. it's like two verses maybe, yeah. like a hook and, and and you're out of it. And then the seventies songs was like five to seven minutes. Especially you know what I'm saying? Songs. Especially rock songs. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, damn. Like Pink, Floyd would, <laughs> Pink Floyd had those long-ass oh, yeah. songs. You'd be sitting there listening. But you listening, can use listening. sections of those songs, though. You can use parts of them. You don't have to use the whole thing. Now, yeah. yeah, but, you know, back then with radio, it was just like you had to play the whole record. That's true. Now, now we have the access to shorten that shit up. <laughs> keep yeah. it moving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know when I go to Pittsburgh, I hear like Pink Floyd, part of the wall. It's like 15 minutes long. That's yeah. long as hell. Exactly. They play the whole God damn, damn thing sometimes. That's hey. crazy. I've heard like uh, uh, Freebird. I've never heard Freebird on the radio. I have. It's They play on like the rock stations, like 99, if 7. If I have, I don't Morgan remember. <laughs> um, but yeah, they'll play that entire song. And that's just oh, long. God. You have to, because you have, because the thing about like that era of music was like the like the instrument, like the instruments, right? You know, your guitars and guitar solos and and, and things like that. Um, so it was important. You didn't want to like cut anybody out per se, right? Yeah. Iron Butterfly and Agata Devita. Go listen to that song. I'm gonna tell you my longest song on the radio, and it irks me, but I can't cut it down. And this this is only around Christmas time. The Temptations, Silent Night. Uh-huh. Oh my God, that song's like six, seven minutes long, <laughs> and it just throw my clocks off. Oh, I'm absolutely. so used to songs being two, three minutes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that song, man, there's no way you could cut that. Yeah, no. You'll get cursed the fuck out. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> of getting cursed out by cutting songs, yeah. and you'll probably take a little offense to this, so I cut Wale on No Hands. Okay. I, I do too. I, 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 play, I jump right I to play. I go Roscoe. Roscoe. Okay. Roscoe yeah. Bart got the crowd reaction. Yeah, yeah, because you know a lot I, – I, so I played – I, I do it every fucking time. I'm Is Wally in the every, middle? Middle. Yeah, yeah I do. I play the, the first part and I play the last You'll part. Jump to I've the been last doing that part. since it came out. Because I don't want to sit there and play a five minute long song, and that's how long that song is. Yeah. Um, and again, that Roscoe part gets it, but I play it. So this is probably several months back, but I had two different people mm-hmm. say something to me about skipping that verse right. within like Never. two weeks. I played it. They're like, why? That, this why you take Wale out? Nobody's ever said that to it me. It wasn't no like sadness. He he comes up to me. He's like, he's from DC, bro. Why don't you yep. play Wale? I'm like, I mean, honestly, I don't give a fuck about Wale. <laughs> and uh, 
Yeah, I just need to like keep this shit moving. Right. And he was I like, always do that. Nobody was once done that to me. And like, I don't even know how long has that song been out? 2011. I've been playing the Mike D version forever. Oh, that's the best one. And I've always cut that shit out. Even Saturday night, I cut it out. I played yeah. it on Saturday and I cut but, it. But out. that's one like I just literally cut that verse and it's just like he, he just don't come off. He doesn't come off hype. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Walker come up, oh that, you know what I'm saying? Roscoe, oh Wesley, you know all that was just like yeah. they come on strong. You can't front on that. Everybody yeah. likes to sing along. Even like wipe it down, wipe me down. Mm-hmm. I go straight to Boosie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You don't need shit else with that song, like just the Boosie verse, because that shit just like and and there's there's so many songs like we can nitpick like that too, like right. Certain artists just come correct and it it makes a song where it's like you don't even need the rest of it. Um, right. well, another recent one is that over the top, Smiley and Drake. Uh-huh, yeah, I don't even play Smiley. Like <laughs> just give me that Drake verse. I mean that's with a lot of songs. Just give me like. I mean, you can uh, say that like Versace. Yeah. When Drake hopped on that shit, uh, a lot Betty of those. Betty Watt, my way. My way. Yeah. You just need that Drake verse. Like, just some some of these songs, you only need, you know, cert just certain. Um, it's sad that parts. it's like that. It's so fucking horrible. I know yeah. if I was Fetty Wap, I'd be offended. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw an interview where, uh, yeah, it was my way. So he was trying to get uh, what's what's his boy. Um, Oh, it's going to hurt me. Uh, Monty. Okay, Monty. Monty. So Fetty Wap wanted that to be Monty's song. Uh-huh. And so I think, if I'm not mistaken, Monty's got a verse on there. He does? Um, on My Way? I think. Uh, I know 679, right? He, does, he yeah. definitely has on 679, yeah. but it was it was My Way where I think he wanted to give him that record. Uh-huh. and then But he sent it to Drake, too, for a feature. Right. And Drake's people leaked the shit. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So basically, they made it Drake's record. Hey, <laughs> man. But, but I'm not either. Yeah, I but, still play it. Yeah. What do you think about the, the, the drill sound, the, the UK shit? Do you play a lot of it? A drill? Yeah, like the. like the um, Who are some artists? Stormzy. Stormzy. Like Stormzy? You can move up here. Yeah, close to hit this mic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> you you playing those guys? Um, nah, not really. As um, you said Stormzy. Stormzy's one. Um, who who else, Karen? Uh, I don't know him, but Stormzy's. Uh, so Drake, Drake gets on a lot of that shit too. Okay. You know Drake and yeah. So he. Well, I'm thinking drill. I'm thinking New York. Nah, like it's uh it's it's called drill, right? Yeah, it's the biggest, it's the biggest. Biggest uh, genre in England right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's um. You put me up on, guy. <laughs> yeah. It's like UK drill. It's UK, UK drill. It's, UK not, drill. it's not. It's not what you would think is like, like pop smoke. smoke. Right. Yeah, exactly. That, but okay. UK has their own version of it. Okay. Yeah. So like Stormzy's one, but uh, who else is that? Stormzy. Skepta's one of them. Okay. I've heard of Skepta. Mm-hmm. I heard. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. There's there's definitely more, but yeah, I feel like that shit's kind of coming over here a little bit too. Okay. Um without but again, that's another Drake thing. Right. Like Drake put put that on. Um Man, Drake is killing it. Absolutely. Y'all ready for the this for that? Yeah. I have, yeah, a, I have it right here. Let's, I, let's do it. I've got it too. You got it too. Yeah. Uh let me see. Yeah. All right, so Incog, we got this thing we do on here called this or that. Okay. Uh we can give you two options. You got to pick one. No, no, no middle answer, no C answer, no everything. You gotta pick one. 
One or the other. One or the other. So we'll start right here. Ready? Question number one. <laughs> Sent in or mixed live on air? Mixed live. Is there a why to that? We asked why on some of them too. <laughs> <laughs> just to get a little more in-depth. Um, It's pretty much... Easier and it's just like you could be able to be interact with people on the phone lines. Like mm-hmm. I like to tell people, call in whatever you want to hear, man, man, man. Make it a challenge. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just like on the spot. It's like and you freestyle. can mess up too and not worry about it. Ah, yeah, that's another thing. <laughs> <laughs> I had situations, yeah, kind of slipped up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But I, I mean, I'm good at that now. So uh, saying, now, when I had vinyl, oh my god, uh-huh. you had to know what part to blink. You know, oh, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, up, man. <laughs> <laughs> I remember hearing bad mixes on the air on 101.9, uh-huh. and they would cover it with someone else and be like, oh, that's a bad mix. And <laughs> um, grape or strawberry? Grape. Easy. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know. But that's I like grape jelly. I like grape. I don't know what the Everything. fuck. Everything. Kool-Aid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny you said that because we had uh, John Murtaugh on here. He said that he had someone, he's a bartender, mm-hmm. and he said he had someone, he's from Detroit, and had someone ask for Kool-Aid at the bar one time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's the craziest shit I've probably ever heard from a bar request. Kool-Aid? At the bar. And did he did it? Did we nah. did it? <laughs> he, was like, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, nah. I was like, yo, did he want anything in it? I'm going to do that. Like, he was like, I didn't even ask that far. Oh, I, once he asked for Kool-Aid, I didn't, I didn't even fucking I'm going to start know. doing that. Give me some Kool-Aid and vodka. <laughs> I'm going to start asking. Put Kool-Aid. some put some packs on the top. So. <laughs> yeah, just add a You got sugar back there? I know you do. Um, all right, question number three. We ask this for every guest on here. So toilet paper, when you put it on the roll at your house, does it go over or under? Like toward you. It goes over. Yeah. Okay. Good. What do you think about <laughs> what do you think about people that do it the other way? What I think about people who do it the other way? I mean, if you ever come down there and they did it on purpose like that, what would you be like? What the fuck? <laughs> Man, I'd be trying to go and do what I gotta do and get the fuck about it. <laughs> <laughs> At least that tells us he's not a judgy person. Yeah, that's good, because most people are like, nah, fuck that. You're They're like, crazy. you're crazy, you're yeah, a psychopath. You <laughs> you're from Florida, you're a vegan. <laughs> I'm trying to get a vibe We don't we only had one person ever say under. This is like the fourteenth episode and we only had one person say Say under, yeah. um, and it was actually a chick that works here. Oh man, because she's from Florida <laughs> and a vegan. <clears throat> actually, I went to. It's funny. I sent them a video. Uh, I went. I played down in Greenville, South Carolina, uh-huh. this past weekend. <laughs> That's right. And I stood. I stayed in the hotel. <laughs> and I, the toilet paper was on wrong. I, I had to in fix the it hotel. For, I, it was down. I had to fix it for them. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, that was a motel, wasn't it? That was a, that was a Hilton Dog. <laughs> what the chill. fuck? <laughs> Don't try to put Some me in no, no motel. <laughs> That's a Hilton. Um, motel Hilton's in a right, This one's important. Uh, number four, Timbo or Pharrell? Damn, that hurts. <laughs> I say Pharrell only because I haven't heard a Timbo beat this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I got to go Pharrell. Pharrell is just incredible. What do you think about that Jack Harlow Pharrell track? Woo, boy, that's crazy. I love that song. Even when the beat switched up. I love it. When I, whenever I saw his features on that album, you know it's gonna be a rap. Bro, Drake, Wayne, Timberlake, Pharrell. Yeah, it's a rap. That's all you need. That's it. <laughs> who else can come? Like, exactly. Who else you? Want? Yeah, I don't want. It. Like that's that's all I want. So Pharrell. Pharrell definitely. I mean, come on now, grind it. Yeah, <laughs> got, it. got to. Both from VA, but I gotta go with yeah. Pharrell. Pharrell just got something. 
He got it. Yeah. And I, he's still coming out with mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. Tim just took a little break. He, he ain't got to do shit. I think he's waiting on Jay-Z. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Jay-Z's got like one more run in him, I think. Yeah. And then I think he'll come. I heard it's coming out this year. Really? I'm hearing. Yeah. You you would know. Yeah, you, you got all you got all the ends. I'm hearing he coming out with hey, something. If you if you're any any more definite, let me let me know. Go oh, ahead and yeah. DM me. Let me know real quick. <laughs> I got you. All right, uh, number five, above the rim or white man can't jump. As far as movies, mm-hmm. um, white man can't jump. Classic. Yeah, absolutely. Wesley classic. Snipes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was Woody Harrelson. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, <laughs> Rosie Perez was in it, right? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, that was a great movie. That was a dope movie. Yeah. Um, Cupid Shuffle or Wobble? Neither of them are that <laughs> this is a, This is Roche put together, so I, I guess yeah. there's something behind that. Ah, Cupid Shuffle. Cupid Shuffle sounds kind of corny, but I could do a Wobble. <laughs> I like a Wobble better. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm a rapper, and I don't know. It's a little too corny. I mean, they're both corners. They're both wedding songs. Dude, yeah, no. we used to get so sick of playing that song that we would loop to the left, 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 to the left. To the left. People are just walking out. Up against the wall. Yeah. walking out. To the left, to the left. Stop asking for it. It's like start walking to that exit. Yeah. They stopped That's, asking for that shit. That song, yeah, I only play it at weddings. Okay. Now. Or I'll throw it in just to be funny sometimes. I play it if I'm drunk. <laughs> when I'm drunk and DJ, I don't give a damn what y'all think. Just roll with it. Yep. I make it sound good. I don't care. Yeah. Accept it. Because y'all, you know. I only do that when I get frustrated. You know, sometimes you get that frustrated moment mm-hmm. when everybody is just so fucking bougie yep. they don't want to dance. That's when I fuck you up with that shit. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to try to have to the left, to the left, to the left, to the left. <laughs> the motherfuckers get about it. <laughs> 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 Last song of the night. Make sure like they're pointing the right way. Like, <laughs> okay, y'all, it's time to go. <laughs> yeah, fuck playing like closing time or any slow jams or anything. Nah, so just give them directions to get out to the door. To the door. All right, uh, go go or Baltimore Club. That guy say go go. I'm from DC. Mm-hmm. Yep. They would kill me if I said Baltimore. <laughs> yeah, any other answer? Yeah, it's crazy because we used to have beef with Baltimore back in the day. Really? Yeah, we used to. Yeah, nobody liked to go to Baltimore for some reason at the time. Yeah. It's different now. Yeah. I mean, because the city has gotten so big, it's like we're together. Yeah. But at one time it was bad. But I'm um, definitely go go. Yeah. Definitely go go. Yeah, that's definitely. Anytime you think of DC and music, I mean, that's that's it. Yeah. Go go. Um, cornflakes or frosted flakes? Frosted flakes. <laughs> that was quick. Gotta have that sugar on them. Yeah, that oh. sugar on it. And then um, the tiger, you can't. Tony is a legend. Yeah. <laughs> They're great. I don't even know who Cornflakes' um, <laughs> image person is. Who is the. I the, think it was a chicken or a rooster like, or yeah, something. Yeah, it was some yeah. kind of little bird. Yeah. yeah. Not a what does the bird got to do with it? Uh, nothing. Okay. The, that's, what, that's what I ask about a lot of marketing. I'm like, where do y'all get this mascot from? Like, <laughs> it doesn't make any fucking sense. What the sense. fuck's with the Easter bunny? Uh. Okay, <laughs> Santa Claus, the Tooth Fairy, um, Christmas tree in the living room. Anyways, uh, I say I put more sugar on my Frosted Flakes. That's fucked up. But like my dad used to get so mad at me because I'm like, this don't taste good enough. So I Damn. just go scoop some sugar. They were stingy on the sugar. In, all in the bitches. Yeah, I need a little bit more. Like I ain't gotta like go diabetes level, but like <laughs> give give me something. Um, Mace or Cam? Mm, that's a good one. Ah, damn. 
I'm gonna have to go with Cam. Cam, Cam a beast. What you think about that whole Mace coming back thing? Nah, he ain't sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I heard something. I thought he, I heard a song from him lately. Yeah, he just I was like, what the fuck is song? this? Yeah. No, I'm talking about when he came back. Like, Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember you remember that, that track? No. I, thought, you I, know, I seriously think I feel like I heard a song that came out like this year, like the past six yeah, months. Yeah, he did something. Did he? Yeah, and I, I was like, he went, out, he went out Diddy. Oh, he's definitely too far beyond that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the whole welcome back thing was too much. Because, yeah. you know, he left and became like a preacher. Oh, yeah, I knew that. And yeah. then he had like that welcome back song. But there was a song, either I dreamt it or something came out like in the past year that I was like, this is terrible. So what? So he came at Diddy on that? Yeah, he came at Diddy. All right. Probably not All a smart right. business move. <laughs> Seeing as how you're already irrelevant. Um, last one. Purple polo or black? Polo purple or black label? Huh? For polo, purple or black label? Ah, Roche came up with this? Yeah. Purple. Purple? Yeah. <laughs> Roche told a story yesterday. Um, you want to call him in real quick? It's on your phone, Buster. Oh, shit, you're right. Let's see if I'll answer. I want him to tell a story. He told me we had a meeting yesterday, uh-huh. right after Grove meeting. And I'm going to see if he'll, if he'll replay the story. It was about a, a nightclub night where he had a little incident. Um, let's see what he got. I'm sorry, Uh-oh. but the person He's you busy. called has a voicemail. Damn, man. Send me straight to voicemail? He's busy. That's tough. Um, I mean, I'll tell a story. No, I don't want to no, tell, tell a story. Um, we might we might have to get him to tell it and put it on here. Okay. And we edit the shit down. Um, or or give you a call and, and then tell it that way. Um, but that shit was funny. It had to do with him being at the club having to go to the bathroom. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Um, speaking of, that's like probably the worst thing ever. We talked about that yesterday, having a shit while you had it while you're DJing. Oh man, that's the worst. Cause like places like Hive, uh-huh. where you can't even get out of the DJ, <laughs> the DJ booth. <laughs> that's terrible. Oh my God. Have you had any bad experiences like that? Hell no. But I, I did have my stomach growl on growl? me. <laughs> yeah, me too. And I was like, oh hell no. Nah. So we had, you know, Boss Austin. Yep. We had we had him on here. That was our first episode, and he told a story how he used to piss in uh, fog machine containers. It's <laughs> not a bad idea. Yeah, it's, 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 that's now, a bad idea. Now, now <laughs> it, it, it wasn't. That is a bad idea. It wasn't until they used it. Until they used it. I forgot. No shit. Nah. So the so the the um like the, the bar back would come and fill this shit up, uh, and he did it one night. And they put the piss in the fog machine instead of the fog ship. Oh man! And, he's, and people were like coughing on the dance floor, like, <laughs> like, and they, and they said they had a fan. Piss. They had a fan blowing all out. <laughs> Pushing that shit. And what you know, club was this? I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. It's exactly where Hive is right now. Oh man! It was a bar show. Bar show. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. You know there's piss all up in that ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> still yeah. piss on that disco ball. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. they ain't changed that, change that disco that ball. disco ball has probably got piss on it. That shit's still there. <laughs> that shit's still there. Um, one more thing I wanted to ask you about. Uh, so how did you get the switch over from um, Power 98? How did you start transitioning to Kiss 95.1? How did that come about? Um... It got to the point when um, I think who was over there, it was complete. Okay, complete. Yep. 
being DJ Complete real cool or whatever. So um, it got to the point that Complete was just getting real busy. Mm -hmm. And so it just got to the point. I was I was always on my top 40 shit, my EDM shit. So I was just like, yo, we just, I said, yo, I just take it. I, I got you. Because, mm -hmm. you know, Complete was doing this thing. He was doing his remixes. He was traveling. So mm -hmm. that, that came about that way. And I've, I've been doing it since, um, I'd say, 2009. Okay. 2008, yeah, every Saturday night. Oh, shit. Yeah, so, yeah. Damn, that's, that's dope. So what all, I wanna, what all are your shows that you're doing right now? Um, all right. So right now I do the morning show with No Limit Larry in the morning. Madhouse, I'm on at 8, um, 7.50. How long has that been running, man? Man, whoo, I'm talking at least 97, 98. Wow. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. When I tell y'all I remember this shit growing up, like, legit. That's why That's why I, I don't take that legend shit lightly, because you've been doing this shit for a minute, bro. Like, right. Like, literally since I like I was growing up listening to the radio. Wow. Wow. Um, and then um, I do V101 point. Oh, I'm sorry. I do 10, I do 1020 at night, Monday through Friday. Another 20 minute mix. It's called the 20 minute workout mix. And um, what stations are these on? This is on all both of these on PEG. So okay. I do eight in the morning and I do 10 at night on both stations. And then I do a live broadcast on Friday nights from Hive. And that's from 9 to midnight, 9.30 to midnight. Then on V11.9, I'm on Saturday nights. It's called the Throwback Throwdown Mix. That's from 9.50 to midnight. On that one, I just play like 90s hip-hop, old school. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I take it back. Just the, you know, just hip-hop. You right. know, you've been mm -hmm. hearing smooth shit all day, 90s. But it's just like I want a place where people can just still hear that hip-hop, mm -hmm. 90s, early shit. You know what I'm saying? And on Kiss, I do Saturday night. So it's crazy. I'm on. I'm. I'm it's like I'm battling my own self. Because <laughs> I'm on Kiss at nine to twelve midnight. So it's the same, same time slot. Same time slot. Got you. So I have to go back and forth. Like, oh, you know. Yeah. yeah that's type of intriguing when you drive around the city and you hit yourself on two stations. At the that's crazy. That's real, man. You know. That's crazy. And, um, one thing about it is just like. Um, I love that show also because it's like I feel like I stay in the same BPMs the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. What, what, so what do you? So what's what? That's the Kiss show you said. Yeah, the Kiss show. So, what, so what's on? What do you that's play on that? Kiss. That's just that's just all like kind of radio. Is it already radio stuff that they're already playing, and you just kind of like play different? Oh yeah, I just I play it? I play by the book. I play by the book. I play what's hot. You know okay. what I'm saying? Pretty much Dual Lipa, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Ed Sheeran, the type of ver different versions, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, that you don't hear during the day. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like the, you know, the upscale versions. Yeah. Yeah. So. Which are always more dope because I remember like listening to those, like those like your, like your later night drives, going to the club and shit. Mm -hmm. You know, you'd be on, you'd be in the car and that's, that's what you would hear, like just like the... The better versions the of the better all. versions of the records. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? So that's what we specialize. And I try to stay in that format. And I take them back, play some of the older stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, so just like getting people ready to go to the club or whatever. Yeah. Do they yeah. give you that freedom? Uh, um, the radio as far as like how, how much like what what's what's Well, I'm a program director, so pretty okay. much you know you, you are you, I program V one one point nine okay. and Power ninety eight. Got you. So it's just like and my boss, he runs um he runs Kiss ninety five point one. That's John Reynolds. Okay. I play, um, and you know we agree. I try to keep up what's going on. Yeah, you know, so yeah, dope. But oh. as far as PEG and BAV, all that the music that you hear, all that is me 
programming. That's you so know dope. what I'm saying? Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. And how long you had that title? Man, I've been doing that for like five, six years. Okay. Yeah, five, six that's, years. That's dope. Yeah. That's 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 hard work and dedication, and, and that's that's definitely the position that you get put in after all that. Oh yeah, you know you can't front on that. Mm-hmm. You know I, I don't take it lightly. It's just like you know I work hard. Like I said, it was like being an intern and doing the little forty dollar gigs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It pays off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So just imagine just being an intern, doing afternoon shift, doing morning shows, doing all the mixes, man, man, man. And then now I'm being able to place people in position, and you know people come to me about okay, can I do this or whatever? It, it, it means the world. Mm-hmm. It's like a blessing, what, you know. What and advice? recently, okay, I can't I can't go on without saying this. Recently, um, PEG is um, the number one station, hip hop station. Um, one the twenty five market. We're the twenty third market in the United States. Number one is New York. Number two is LA. Three is Chicago. We're the number one station in the country in hip-hop from 18 to 34. Wow. And V11.9 is number seven in the country from the ages 25 to 54. Wow. Yeah, so that's Congrats a on that. big, yeah. big honor. Congrats you know on that saying? for sure. So, yeah. I mean, obviously you have a huge part in that. Oh, yeah, I definitely. Mean, that's, that's and even the jocks, the personalities from No Limit Larry and Marietta mm-hmm. and Jessica, the girl next door, Burpee, all my, mm-hmm. it's like a team thing. And y'all been there for, y'all all been there for so long. Yeah. Like, I literally, like, just remember, again, girl, I keep saying this, but it's just, like, so crazy because I can just remember how long this has been going on. Right. You know, and it's still there. You don't see that. I mean, I, there's other radio stations I listen to. I mean, I, I lived in Greensboro for a while. Right. And, you know, out there, like, they all didn't stay together. Right. Um, and so it's like seeing all you guys all these years right. still doing the same thing. And, and the key is just pretty much the key with me was I had to learn everything. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, you want to be able to learn everything. Don't be there for just the bull. Because sometimes we have people that just there to get tickets or mm-hmm. get yeah. music and other stuff like that. It's just like you really dedicated. Go for it. Mm-hmm. You know, I ain't never think I would be a program director. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like I just thought I was going to spin records. For the rest of my life at a radio station. Yeah. That was the mentality. But I realized that I can't do this shit. Yeah. I'm not going to be DJing and my daughter in the club and I'm playing her <laughs> records and seeing dudes all at her. Yeah. I was like, yo, I got to do something different. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Damn, that's How that's old is dope, your daughter? Man. My daughter's 16. Damn. And I, I was laughing because I took her to a concert. I took her to two concerts this year. She went to see Jack Harlow when he was at Fillmore. Uh-huh. She knew every word. And I looked at her like, what? <laughs> then Jasmine Sullivan, she went to that okay. show and knew every word. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, wow. You know, so. That's dope. I went to that Jack Harlow show, too. Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah that was, was amazing. I was, I was drunk as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all were. I got a little too drunk for that one. I can't do too much. My daughter was dead. Yeah. How many, how many kids you got? I got two. I got two twins, a set of twins, a boy and a girl. Oh, I'm wow. done. I'm retired. <laughs> he says, yeah. He says, that is good. <laughs> no more. I'm done. That's no dope. more. So you have any, last thing, I guess, any advice for anybody coming up, whether it be radio, DJing, um, Obviously, your words mean the world. So I want I want you to get that out there. If you have any advice for any DJs or any any uh, any radio people people trying to get in the radio, right? Um, that lane. All right, commercial radio wise, I tell people you got to play the game. At the end of the day, don't think you can come in there and do what the hell you want to do. That's no 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 no. But if you want to come in here 
and, you know, play the game, do what you got to do, and um, learn as much as possible so you can be able to. Because at the end of the day, it's all about teaching and moving forward because we all not going to be in the same position for the rest of our lives. It's always going to be somebody new. So always think about the next step while you're already in the step, um, you know. Um, are you really real serious about radio? I mean, continue, do a podcast, build your own stuff. Because at the end of the day, it's like, you know, at the radio, like it, it's not like it used to be. Mm-hmm. I remember when I when I did mornings, I, I was on a million dollar morning show. It was seven of us dividing a million dollars. Wow. Now, you can get somebody from Detroit to act like they're in Charlotte, mm-hmm. and just say. And pay him nothing to mm-hmm. make it sound like he's here. So, you know, that's why I'm real big with live and local radio. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that's definitely important. Because you can hear Ryan Seacrest on. <laughs> Ryan Seacrest on every station. Every So you think about how much money this guy's making. Mm-hmm. So it's just like now it's just to that point. Yep. Your brand has to be important. Mm-hmm. you got to build your brand, and you also got to realize your brand is your money maker. Mm-hmm. So be careful of what you do. I was looking at TMZ. They were talking about Young Thug and Gunner. I don't know if y'all saw that. Oh, it's day. crazy. I'm like, what is going mm-hmm. on? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But it's just like that's the type of stuff. You have to make sure you protect your brand at all costs so you can be able to work anywhere and do anything. And watch the words you say. I hate to say that. Now, especially. Freedom of speech. <laughs> yeah. You know, we grew up listening to, you know, when Luke was doing the, you know, the you know the freedom of speech thing and explicit lyrics and ice tea with Cop Killer. You can't no. say none of that. Nope. No, see, there's something I learned about freedom of speech, and it was from ice tea. Uh-huh. This is when I was in high school, and it was the line, freedom of speech, just watch what you say. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. Straight from ice tea. I was laughing because even at the concert, you know, too short, love to say the word bitch. Mm-hmm. And it was Mother's Day. He put it out there. He was like, yo, I know, you know, I say the bitch, but <laughs> yo, it's Mother's Day. I got to show respect. Ice Cube ain't do after police. Of course I wanted him to perform that. Yeah. But it's Ice Cube. Ice Cube is a millionaire. Yeah. Somebody filmed him doing that. That's it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He could have did No Vaseline, one of my favorite songs yeah. off the Straight Outta Compton, you know, that movie. Can't do that. Yeah, That's Because nah. what it talks about. That's a trip, though. Like, when you think about Ice-T, the cop killer, now he plays a cop on TV. He plays a cop on TV? Yeah, Ain't, that best. <laughs> Ain't that crazy? I love that yeah, show, the best. So it's just like you never know. That's why you got to be very careful. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I was like, man, I was upset, but I was like, I understand business-wise. Somebody yeah. filming Ice Cube doing after police or no Vaseline and all the deals he got lined up. Yep. You have to be very cautious. Because that know? man makes crazy, like his movie money and just shit like that. Like, right. It's insane. Yeah. Like, he makes st- stupid money doing not music shit. Right. So. And you definitely don't want to, if you're making money, you don't want to mess up the endorsement mm-hmm. deals by mm-hmm. saying a stupid statement or doing stuff like that. Even though it's our nature, sometimes we just don't have no control. We say how yeah. we feel. But business-wise, you really have to be very cautious. Yeah. So that's why even, you know, I have to be very cautious everything I do. You know. Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, Damn. You have anything else you want to get to say? No, I'm good, there? man. Man, we, we, we really appreciate you coming, man. Like, it's it's... I, like I said, it's, it's dope, like, seeing, hearing you on the radio for so many years and then yeah. being able to start this up and then you come in here and join us, man. It's, it's 
For me to you, much, much love for sure. Man, I appreciate that, man. For real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, where can I find you on the, on the gram? Let's. You can hit me up on Incognito98 on Instagram, Twitter. What's my Twitter? Incognito98 also. Okay. And you see, how I incorporate the 98. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, yeah. is your mix shows and stuff online too? Um, nah, but you could definitely download the app. Okay. Yeah, definitely download the app. Power 98, V101, Kiss 95.1. Those, um, Times I told you that I'm on, and I'm thinking about going back on the air as a personality, but I gotta get rid of these braces first. Though braces, I can't really talk like I. Yeah. <laughs> I really can't. Well, that's dope, man. We appreciate you, ladies and gentlemen, Thank the you. legend, Mr. Incognito. Appreciate that, Paul. Appreciate that.